When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What? I forget what the words are. What is the thing Oklahoma people do where they go in dirty water and stick their hands in a hole? Noodling? Is that it? Yeah, noodling. I, I want someone to be a noodler. <laughs> I think it's called a plumber. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of What Did I Miss? It feels lately more and more that I'm, we're not missing much because it's just all happening and we're constantly getting the input. But joining me today is someone who... Because of my newfound Bratchelor fandom, two episodes in, Jared Freed has very much been a part of my life. Uh, Jared, I want you to know that because it was your handling okay. of that show that really shine a light on what I was missing. And so thank you and thank you for coming on and doing the podcast today. Um, we'll get to some Bachelor crap later, right? But first, uh, sports sure. fan. What, what? I mean, you have a Bears hat on. Is that accessory or are you a Bears fan? I'm a... I'm a newly found Bears fan. My brother now works for the team. What? But now it's one of those things. It's like men can't or people can't wear a hat Mm -mm. and not have like, so Chicago, West Loop, no Bears, (laughs) the Bears. And it's like, can I just like wear a fashionable hat and feel like and not have to talk to people? I have headphones in. No. Well, I will say this. Um, a, I yeah. think maybe it's also Chicago, which for me, no offense to you know New York, Philly, Boston. To me, it's like the coolest yeah. sports city in America. But the other thing is, Love welcome Chicago. to being a woman. Uh, yeah, wearing yeah, a sports that, hat, being a woman is like, <laughs> there used to be Cosmo magazine articles that would say, to meet a man, wear a sports cap, and then start a con- And you're like, memorize two facts hey. about said team. <laughs> I was like, really? That's And then you turn it into a living, and it's totally fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's like what are we doing to ourselves? Like the the those Cosmo magazine covers did not age well. Like they, no. if you go look back at like the one from like 1998, <laughs> it's like you know just like horrific advice that you would like uh, to tell you like hide your daughter's eyes from. Well, we didn't know like we didn't know which direction we were heading. All right, so new Bears fan, um, but living in New York, so that will always be a conversation. New, I'm, I'm from Boston, so I'm a. I'm a lifetime Patriots fan, so I'm from outside of Boston, and yeah, this is. Um, but I'm a huge fan of you. I'm I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so no, cool. I'm pumped. I'm super stoked. Um, yeah, it's too bad Gabe's not on today. I don't know if you know our our guy Gabe is hates Tom Brady more than he may hate Tom Brady more than he hates cancer. If we're being honest, like hates. Oh, uh, he Tom must Brady. he must be self conscious. Yeah, he must have very low confidence. Low con- <laughs> low confidence people don't like Tom Brady. That's the but that's the reality. Like I, I people without confidence can't respect someone who was just like them. And rose above through hard work oh. to marry a supermodel and be a six-time Super Bowl champion. It, it, it's like a reflection that. on you. It's a look in the mirror. Tom Brady's he an was. inspirational character to me. And he I'm, was like, like us. He was yeah, doughy he was and soft. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I never put Tom Brady together. was us, and he was the fifth stringer. Like, he may have been recruited higher than maybe I was, but at the same time, like, Tom Brady didn't – he wasn't the coach's son. He nope. wasn't – 
Archie Manning's son. Nope. He was a you know a kid with with all sisters. He goes to Michigan, not highly recruited. They bring in Drew Henson to make to, even when he was a starter, they brought in Drew Henson. Then he goes to the Patriots. He's a four stringer. I mean, yeah. he is everything that they tell us. Oh, if you work hard, you know life's tough. And he's like, he's like, no, I just worked hard and and you know did my job and look how well it turned out. So. Anyone that hates Tom Brady, I listen, I get it in a sports sense, but if you hate sure. Tom Brady, you have a problem with yourself. You have a problem with your own inadequacies. You have a problem with your own inability to buckle down and do your job well. And that's my piece on Tom Brady. And I'm anyone who disagrees, you can DM Michelle away. Beadle. No, this is like 20 years we've been watching Tom Brady. I think this might be the first and only time that it's ever been broken down in precisely that manner and actually makes total sense um, because we never see yeah. Tom Brady as like the, well, ever. I mean, yeah, we all we all have memorized his picture during the draft and da da, da. Fine. But so much sure. has happened between then and now that we the underdog thing is long gone. But like, you're right. Oh, my God, Gabe, get your life together, bro. Right? Jumped you, Gabe. Like, that's anytime someone is like, I hate Tom Brady, I'm like, what? What what did a woman do to you, man? Like you, you Game need knows. to chill. You need to Game like knows. Yeah, you need to go get some therapy. It's not Tom. It's your dad. Oh, now we got to have like a whole episode where we just break down Gabe and his. Yes, we were doing that. Um, we're obviously yeah. in the middle of NBA time. Good luck this week to Gabe. has been. I know. Good luck, good luck, Gabe. We're gonna. It's gonna be seven more episodes of Gabe. <laughs> um, NBA has been cartoonish in its high scoring games so much so that I've had to double check scores repeatedly in the last several weeks, especially that they weren't overtime scores. And um, we had two 60 point mm. drops this week uh, in one night, which I think is crazy. There are people that argue for and against this, right? Some say, Ugh, I don't like it. It means there's no defense playing being played. And then the other part is like, no, but it's super entertaining. Where do you lie in this argument? I mean, I'm always going to be on the side of scoring. I, I think like, that's fun. You know, uh, one of the 60 point games was Kyrie. I'm not really a Kyrie fan because I'm a Celtics fan and the way he left, like, <laughs> but I am a fan of, I am a fan of trolling. And I think Kyrie has like mastered the art of trolling Boston sports fans. Nice. He compared himself to like an ex-girlfriend. Like he compared the Boston fans to like a scorned lover. And like, the Boston fans, like, I don't think people – people were, like, happy to see him go. So it's it's interesting when he was like, oh, it's like it's like your ex being mad at you for doing well. And it's like, no, we didn't love you. And the more the Boston <laughs> fans say they didn't love him, the more they sound like they really loved him and are feel broken up with. So I have to respect Kyrie because he has, he has like, third-level trolled – Boston people and Boston people are easy to troll. You know, yeah. we love being the underdog. Boston people always think like you, you, you think you're better than me. Like they <laughs> play time. up that cliche, like all the time, every time. So like, you know, Kyrie is winning this, this, this mental battle. So I'm in favor. I'm, I'm, I'm actually proud of him. Like it's like a good, good one. You know, I have to respect the player. He's so good at the troll and not just Boston. Like yes. he's just good at it. And then he's on the team with Kevin Durant, who we obviously now all know has had burner accounts also set up for the purpose yes. of sort of going at trolls. It is kind of crazy to have such a concentrated brain trust of social media savvy on one team. Yeah. 
How did that happen? Social media savvy and, you know, weird, like confidence issues, like weird, (laughs) like, you know, pride issues, like, you know, weird, like, you know, you know, I, you know, to me, everyone, you know, Durant and Kyrie are like two aunts who live in a Facebook comment section who are like, agree to disagree. And you're like, I guess <laughs> I can't be you there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, I guess you're just annoying. You know, like, I guess you win. You win this one. By the way, on the Boston thing, it is kind of crazy that a city, at least in sports, especially, it's not like you've had crappy, like you've had some dynasties. So it's odd to me that the underdog oh, they, thing still plays it. a part. Why? How? They they can't stop. It's really because I've moved. I moved away for college, and then I lived in New York. And to watch from afar, because when you hmm. live away from home, you know you get like the national perspective. So you kind right. of see it from afar, and you're like, "Oh man, we are so we eat it up being mm-hmm. the underdog." And I think because it's a provincial place, you know, people, you know, everyone knows their high school buddies or a friend from a high school of a high school that they used to know. And there are areas like that a lot, uh, many parts of the country, Pittsburgh, I was just in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a lot like that. Like, you know, everyone kind of knows a friend of a friend and everyone dresses for formal events in Steelers <laughs> gear. Oh my you know, God. like that's like, speaking of <laughs> that, these areas kind of exist because it's like, you know, this is what we talk about. This is what, you know, brings us together. And it's like, I remember living in Boston and people like we have this like, un, we have this like inferiority complex to New York and right. Boston being compared to New York is really not a fair comparison. Like, like you mentioned, Chicago, Chicago is one of the best cities in the world. And Chicago is like the middle between Boston and New York as far as like the feel. It has the neighborhood. It has the big city. Chicago, New York would be more comparable, but Boston gets compared to New York and it's not fair. And then they sit there. I remember growing up, they, they would say, they would be like, I remember Target came to Boston. Okay. And then everyone was like, in New York, they call it Target. (laughs) Like people in New York are so up their own ass. And so, (laughs) so hoity toity. They call it Target. (laughs) Yeah. And, and again, it's like that, like, you 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 like we are the normals they are the elites right and for that reason we are better you know right god it's crazy and 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 the irony is that from the rest of the viewpoint the point of view of the rest of the country both are elites <laughs> and so it's just like huh right. how did right. we get here East coast elites like <laughs> right it's all the yeah, same. Someone in Des Moines, Iowa is listening to me being like what are you talking about New York and Boston are the same right what are you same people, like someone, isn't it? Yeah, someone. <laughs> yeah, same thing. You're Shout out to Moine. Jerks, uh, you know, aggressive assholes. You know, like so exactly. There's no different. I live can- in Texas. Yeah. I promise you, if I started taking a poll today, I'd be like, which one's the elite, Boston? Or they're like, well, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I'm like, there you go. I almost now want to same. take this poll. I will go to Target to conduct such well, polls. <laughs> I it's Target. funny because I I go I travel the country doing stand up and I remember I was in Spokane Washington. And I go up to this like farmer's market wine tent. Nice. And I was like, is this local wine? And the guy's like, You're, where are you from? And I was like, <laughs> I live, I go, I live in New York City. He goes, yeah, you got like a New York salami vibe. And I was like, so- first of all, never more offended in my entire life. Second mean? of all, like, 
like what does that even mean i don't know and like and then like i started talking about it on stage i was like i i was like i never thought i looked northeast and it is a northeast oh, yeah. look i guess that i have like but you, you know, don't like, know I, it i never really thought of it that way what the no, hell is a salami to... vibe like i don't what is that um, i guess it means i need to lose 20 pounds no, no, I don't. That's, like, I, I wouldn't have interpreted. I don't think I've ever. I mean, a. I will now start referring to people as having such things. But salami yes. vibe to me would be a compliment because of the charcuterie tie-in, and everyone loves that. So I don't. I don't well, know. I, I thought he might have. I thought he might have known my work. I, I refer to <laughs> yeah. myself as the board lord. I scream at charcuterie. Right, maybe he did. I have a, I'm passionate about charcuterie. Maybe he was a big fan, and I should take the compliment. But I. I at first, I was yeah. I'm the board lord. I, I, I love yell at charcuterie. Yeah, and you because charcuterie to me says more about the person than anything else. Like, like <gasps> wait, hold on. Imagine go on. Yeah, I like that? a charcuterie. I like to put together charcuterie boards. Actually, I don't like to do it. I like watching my friends do it. What does it say about them? Okay. So, I mean, the charcuterie is is like a baby. Anyone okay. can make one and everyone has a picture of the one they made on their phone. Mm-hmm. So I, what I believe is when you go to a party, what do you do? You say, there's going to be food at the party. Let me, let me pare down what I'm going to eat today. I won't eat a lot today because I'm going to the party. There's going to be food. Right. And then the first thing that greets you is a charcuterie board. <laughs> and this is the host telling you how much they care about you and your comfort at the party. If they make a charcuterie board that's for Instagram and not for your stomach, they have basically said, I don't give a shit about my guest. I only care about myself and the dopamine I get from an Instagram like. So now that's why you're seeing a lot of stunt charcuterie boards. You're seeing a lot of salami roses that you can't pick with one hand. You're seeing skeletons and props and people put it doing trapeze acts. And we've gotten away from the traditionalist board and in favor of a narcissism that exists in this country where everyone's like, I gotta show that I throw a good party no matter how little this helps the satisfaction of my guest. <laughs> okay, then we are, then my friends are definitely not narcissists. These are all strictly charcuterie boards well, for eating purposes. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, I'm, listen, I, I got to see an array of meats. I got to see, I got to see an array of meats. I got to see a carb uh, differentiation. Yeah. I got to see an eclectic carb Yep. No layout. I've got to see some interesting honeys and dips. Uh, how about some Marcona almonds? You do need that. The Marcona almonds Love make Marcona almonds. That means you've put in. That means you've invested some money in this situation. <laughs> um, I I got to see if your board is all fruit. I didn't come here for a fruit plate. I didn't oh. come here to you know for a spa weekend. I'm not here at Canyon Ranch trying to lose a few. I came to party. I came to eat. The board lord, ladies and gentlemen, which is brilliant, by the way. Um, I like, okay, now we're, this is the only segue I could think of because narcissism, I think current times, I think social media, um, as, sure. as an old person, I judge all of these things now. And the, the, the Baker Mayfield, I think this yesterday, day before, wrote a, I mean, it's basically this. a goodbye, right? 
but it's on the notes app and he's not the first public persona to address something yes. somewhat serious via notes app where does the notes app lie in today's general social pop culture world you know what's so funny i'm happy you brought this up michelle thank you thank you what's so funny about the notes app is that we? It, it is interesting because I once put up a joke via the Notes app, and yeah. people were like, "We thought you were canceled." Like the Notes app gives <laughs> it, like legit people's minds go straight to apology. If you see Notes app, you're like, "Apology? What did I do? Like, what did this person do?" And huh. it is interesting that our brains have been reformed. Like. We didn't even know canceling existed a decade mm-hmm. ago. And now our brain sees a background and we're like, okay, who did, what did that person do wrong? And so when I saw the notes app from Baker, I was like, oh, well, what happened here? Time to zone in. And it's yep. like, it's interesting. So if you want something, it's interesting that if you want something read in this day and age by a lot more people, Put it on the notes app because people <laughs> think it's scandalous. Right. But and you could be like, hey, I'm, hey, I have a show this Saturday night in New York City. People are like, why did I read this? I thought you I thought you fucked up. You know? <laughs> no, not this. Time. Actually, that's like a good point. No. I, I, but it, can we all it's, it's a post it note. It's a it's a computer generated post it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the thing yes. because the thing is when you're texting back and forth with someone or you have a, you don't want them to see the three little bubbles that you're sitting there texting for the next 30 minutes while you write something out. I'm assuming a lot of what he wrote either oh. came in the bathroom or, you know, wherever, wherever people do their best thinking until they come up with a better app for that. It is funny because it's like well, automatically we forgot what he wrote. We just know <clears throat> that it was on the notes app. It was on the notes app. Had to be something. The reason I, well, the reason I've ever used the notes app, and I didn't realize that it like was a signal for I have done wrong, which right. you know is, is what I've figured out. But the reason I use it is because if you text, if you're writing a text, you don't want to text it in the, you don't want to write, you don't want to form a text in the bubble because right. there's a chance you might send it by accident. Mm-hmm. So you want to form the text in the notes app, get it all, and then copy and paste it to the group chat who oh, then reviews it says is it good is it bad then you copy and paste it back in the notes app and then you copy and paste it back in the bubble to send to the person you're dumping in this scenario (laughs) he could screenshot it so that he could format it to fit one page so i do understand why he used the notes app by the way shout out to him for saying goodbye before they did shout out baker mayfield it's always good to say goodbye yeah he, he was like you're not firing me i quit I don't know. Do you think do you think he's leaving? Do you think this is his way out? I mean, it certainly feels that way um, because he had to put that statement out. He's got agents. He's got people. He's got a wife. He's got, you know, people around him to say, yeah, don't do that. So if everyone was cool with it. Yeah, I'm assuming that's it, it sucks, too, because to be if you're being replaced by Deshaun Watson, that's a that's a double punch in the face that's like not only am i losing my job to a quarterback well, i'm losing my job to like a trash can person and like that's not that's not yeah. good either so i feel bad for him in that regard i mean to bring it back to the theme of confidence and narcissism and all these things baker mayfield as a former walk-on yeah. i mean <laughs> this, is this the, i mean is this the start of his like rudy training oh, yes. montage like will he like does he become because like you're, you're getting replaced by 
like he, it seems as though he's given up. He's like, I'm not as right. good an athlete, but, but I'll at least show him a better guy. Right. I, I, who know? I mean, this is the fork in the road, right? The Johnny Manziel fork. Johnny Manziel yeah. had all the commercials and a lot of pub and, and that and then he disappeared. Baker Mayfield, a lot of commercials. He's actually de- fairly decent at them. So now what happens? I'll be curious to see. But I do respect the whole I'm going to say something before you get to. I, 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 that's just a little bit of good petty. It's the good kind of petty. I, I'm here for I it. also liked his awareness I love the opening sentence, which showed awareness of like, uh, this isn't about anything else. I'm not trying to like send smoke signals. Right. Because he knows we're going to read it all. Exactly. So he knew, you know, he didn't do the Aaron Rodgers, like, <laughs> I'm going to write a sonnet and then let you interpret what this means. IQ, figure it out. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and Aaron Rodgers, I think, is a garbage piece of shit, too. Uh, on, well, you know, there's, so that's the Bears I, fan in you talking now. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> lifetime, <laughs> I, lifetime Bears fan. <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah, it's not even like the vaccine. It's just an asshole. Like the vaccine just proved more of the asshole that I thought he was before. He thinks he's smarter than everyone in the room. That's what it is. I think it took that. I think we yeah. always thought that, but it took a weird turn this year. It wasn't quite as charming this time around. You, you know, the, the vaccine gets mixed into it, but no, I just don't like him. You know, I'm just like, uh, you're not a likable dude. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, you, the whole thing where you say, I'm inoculated. What did he say? What was the word? uh, I'm not even as smart as him. I couldn't host Jeopardy. So immunized, immunized. Yeah, immunized. Immunized. Which is, you know, semantics. Exactly. Well, that's a guy who thinks he's smarter than everyone else in the room. And it's like, okay. And, and honestly, Aaron Rodgers lie made him even more of an asshole. That's how you know someone's a dick when their lie, like in their lie, they become more of a dick. He's like, he's like, I found out that I have this special blood type where I had to get a special type of thing to get it done. It's like, okay, Aaron, what about all the children with your special type of blood type? Why don't you release this other medication that would have helped other people? In your lie, the kids. in your lie, yeah, you're it's hoarding a your fake medication, you know, so, <laughs> so it's like, so, but that's like, that's why I like, ba- yeah, like Baker Mayfield to me, like, even in his thing, like, he's like, hey, don't read into any of this. He's like, I'm saying it all up front. It's like, oh, I actually kind of like, like this that. guy. I like, you know, it showed a level of awareness, like. Oh, yeah, people, I know what people are going to do with this. Aaron Rodgers would have done the other thing where he'd be like, today is the day where football has gone away. And he turns into the fucking Riddler. And you're like, okay, dude, I don't want to play your stupid fucking game. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? No, I was just skate. He like, he addressed the fans because what happens, I think, look, when you're about to lose your job or leave a job, there are going to be harsh feelings, but it's usually between you and like executives or suits or the... I think it was cool that he was like making sure, hey, whatever happens, yeah, loved y'all, you made it great, blah blah blah, and that you know, fans, fans want to hear that. Mom and dad are getting a divorce. This ain't your fault, kids. We're still gonna go to Disney Not World. A, you You're didn't do get anything. Days. Don't worry. <laughs> Although technically, it is your fault, kids. Just to tell you know, I, I want to be the one to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to live out my new favorite show. Love it. It's The Bachelor with Jared Fried. In a minute. <laughs> All right, welcome back to What Did I Miss? We are, um, we're both Bachelor fans. However, I, you know, full disclosure, you have been a Bachelor fan. I've watched 
two episodes in two weeks, and I find myself um, completely intrigued by the entire. Pre- I don't know where I've been. I know the thing's been on for forty-five years, sure. but somehow I've missed them all. Are they always as ridiculous? Was this guy's name Clayton? This one that just happened. So you watched what episodes? Like the final two episodes of Clayton season. Yeah, they were in Iceland. He told one girl he slept with two of them. He loved all three. One left. Yes. It was like pride involved for one minute. I was like, oh, you, go girl. <laughs> you came in. At, <laughs> you came in at game seven of like. Oh, wow. Okay. The, like that was like a game seven, you know, shot made at the buzzer. Like you saw like one of the better episodes or string of episodes of all time. There's a lot of regular season games that go with The Bachelor. I love The <laughs> Bachelor. I love – I yell at it. And what I do is I I make the show more fun. And I think for some yeah. people, you know, d- dating and relationships is the hardest part of some people's lives. So when they watch a show like that, it's like messing with something that's very difficult for them. So my job right. is that when I watch it, I make fun of it in a way that – is a lighthearted way to look at it. And, but I also like breaking down the show. So what, and I break it down like it's sports. So I, I just, (laughs) and, and what I get told a lot is like, you know, couples watch through my stories because I make it palatable for them to watch together. So I, I really enjoy the show. And like, you know, I understand it's a reality show and you have to like kind of leave your cynicism at the door. I compare The Bachelor to professional wrestling. You know, professional wrestling, we all know it's fake, but you still got to jump off the top rope. It still hurts to hit the mat. So you still got to break up. You still got to go for a first kiss. You still got to go and ask someone out. You still have to go on the date. So all of these things are real, the small moments. So I'm, I'm happy to have you a part of Bachelor Nation. I'm happy to greet you and bring you in. What did you think? Did you have a good time? I mean, I was blown away with the quickness uh, with which people described falling in love. Um, Trust, (laughs) you know, saying that someone has your trust. I was like, I've known people for 30 years. They don't have my trust. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm not going to know someone for 10 minutes. Uh, it, It was just... You know, and then as a woman, I think you watch it too. Like, come on, ladies. What, why are we crying over this schlub? Like, I, this is not a prize. Well, you don't want this you're, guy. <laughs> you're, you're totally right. And, you know, I think this is why women get disappointed by the show. Because, you know, there's like, you know, women are interested in relationships. They're looking for relationships. And then you have this dude who's like 28. <laughs> um, he's a big doof who doesn't even seem like he's ever even like, talked about his feelings once before you could tell all his responses are on the fly you could tell every woman on the show has discussed their dating life to no ends at every brunch table she's ever been at so they're like professional daters the women this is why i have always believed that the bachelor should be older and very rich he needs to be someone (laughs) that you (laughs) he needs to be someone that you would put aside all of these things that make you go, am I really in love? Like, I mean, the idea that these people fall in love before ever seeing how one interacts with their cell phone is insane. Right. Like they've never seen the right. other person scroll on Instagram for th- three hours in a row. So yeah, it's a how do off. they know? 
That's why I believe the next Bachelor should, and I know I just said I don't like him, but he's our best candidate, Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Okay. And now let's. I like he's this. All right. Looking. So then let's let's he's let's rich. cast it then. We should yeah. cast it, but he doesn't need anything. Aaron Rodgers is in a and his brother actually won the Bachelorette. His brother is dating JoJo, who is my favorite Bachelorette of all time. She's like awesome really? and gorgeous and all she's like my she's one of my favorites and he wouldn't come on the show it was revealed that he doesn't talk to his family via the show so this is also goes oh, that's into, how we found out this also goes into oh, why i, I think he's that. kind of an asshole like you couldn't even have fun with this show so but aaron Rodgers is is rich he he could offer the lifestyle that the bachelor kind of shows the Cinderella tale and he's right. pretty good looking and um, he's, you know, he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. So that's a fun. And also he would be like just a pleasure to watch. Think of himself oh, like, like a pleasure to watch the cockiness just show through <laughs> on a 15 week season. Like I would do anything. With 50, I didn't realize it was that long. Okay, so then, 12. so we're I casting this, the show. It, it varies. 50, same thing. That's that's okay. Well, maybe they could. Fall. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> all right, so he's going to be our bachelor. We will cast the show because correct me if I'm wrong, but there are like a general set of sort of character tributes, right? Like the attributes that they need to have. For example, like well, there's a first impression rose. So, so across the world of sports, who are we giving that to for Aaron Rodgers? The first impression to, I rose. I guess it would have to go to like a rookie, right? It would have to be like someone that you're like they're going to be great. We really think they're going to be great. Because the first impression Like they had like a hit you hard. Yeah, okay. they, the first impression of rose is like is someone that right out of the right out of the first episode they're like that person I really have a weird instant connection with them mm -hmm. who would be that person i'm trying to think like a it's i mean Devonte adams for me because that's his that's his guy but it's not a rookie that you're not a rookie as much I, like it could also be any it doesn't have to be football feels it, like it's going to be football though i mean i guess like the first impression rose would be like uh who's the player that he's injured but he would have been a great First impression, Rose. The uh, the he plays for the Pelicans. Oh, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is like the type to be a first impression, Rose. A lot of yep. hype. You're like, wow. They they come out of the gate. They have the striking. Look. They got the yeah striking. You have an instant connection with them. You're like, put them on all the commercials. Just give them the Gatorade. <laughs> give them the Nikes. You know, this is I. And then you know, sometimes you know that that to me, like Zion Williamson is like a first impression. I like Rose. that type and it's not working out right now because he keeps getting no. injured but he definitely had that like coming out of college like that's who would get that i buy that i buy that okay all right i like this now i get it okay so there's always a fan favorite right i mean you just described jojo as being one of yours <coughs> so fan favorite yes in an aaron Rodgers bachelor show like who's a personality that we just love you know, like in, in sports. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like right now, John ja Morant is highly, highly, highly loved. Yes. Um, like you can do yes. no wrong. He's in every commercial. He's fun to watch. He has, he, he's fun to listen to. He's fun for everything. So if, if I was picking right now that I'm going with John ja Morant. And so like, and John ja, uh, ja Morant, the other part about him is like the fan favorite usually ends up coming out of the show with like tons of Instagram followers and like being an instant influencer. Yes. Like I would buy, 
John Morant's everything. Shoe. Yeah, total. So I would too. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, his this, uh, his beauty routine. Yeah, exactly. Whatever sweet with skinny tea. Whatever crap he's trying to sell me. Um, yes. Okay. There's this one. This one I figured out right away because my cynicism. But the one who's clearly angling to be the next Bachelor. So who's looking to be the next Aaron Rodgers is really Ooh. kind of in that, like, who's that quarterback that you're like, this is too slick. I mean, the thing about it is I'm going to say this name, but it's not because I think he's done anything to try too hard. I think he's just chill. And I, I want to say Joe Burrow, not because he's slimy or sneaky, See, just because he is cool. Well, here's the thing about Joe Burrow. We are at a nexus point in his career. Right. Right now, the outfits, like the <laughs> 90s look that he walks into the stadium with, it's cute right now. Right. And he's captured our hearts now. So he's made us all want him to be The Bachelor. And what happens is they get the fame and now we have to see what that turns into. So he is a perfect yeah. choice. Is he going to go Monster Road or Charming and Adorable Road? We don't yes. know yet. Does it, you know, is this a phase? Like, I think we want the Joe Burrow thing to be a phase more than anything. Like... To, we want this to evolve. He can't keep no. doing this if he keeps not winning. Right, Super it's not cute. You can't do that forever. It's not cute at all. Which then leads you to no. there's the one or probably multiple ones that are in it literally just for social clout. Which to me, like I watch the the Love Islands and whatnot of the world. It's a it's an investment in oneself yeah. because when you do these shows, you get to go on and make money from it for at least a while. You get something out of it. You gotta get. You gotta walk away with some sort of parting right. gift. I mean. To me, that's a little bit Embiid. Oh, that's like, a good one. Embiid does stuff on social media where you're like, what, are you trying to be Barkley before <laughs> you can be Barkley? Right. Like, are you trying to be Shaq before you can be Shaq? you got to win a couple championships before I'm sitting here, you know, joking around yep. with you. I, see, I was thinking Kyle Kuzma only in the fashion sort of ridiculous, like, bizarro mm. world stuff because I just that's that's if you're not doing that for social I don't I don't really know why you're doing it you can't like it well I, I used to think that I used to think this about um JJ Watt I did too when, I used to think that remember when JJ Watt was on hard yes. knocks and he and and he did a whole he did multiple montages of him working out working out alone yep. and you're like Dude, what are you trying to convince us of? Like, did you say to the like in in a world are you are you expecting us to believe that you didn't say, "Hey camera crew, I'm going to stay after if you want to catch a couple of slow-mo yeah. shots so that everyone thinks that I'm John if Henry." If you want to light it up and make it real dramatic, I you know, I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. It was like this weird yeah, moment that's... where J.J. Watt was becoming unbearable and then sort of redeemed himself, um, you know, natural disasters and became a hero in that regard. But yeah, there's that. So then he is not because, yeah. again, I have to believe. Otherwise, how could this enterprise last for as long as it has? But some people are there for the right reasons, right? Like somebody's actually there to go through a journey to find love that lasts forever. Is that possible? And who is that person? See... I I want to say I want to say it's Tom Brady because I, oh. I don't want to sound like a fanboy, but like he was like Tom Brady looked at his family like we have to believe that Tom Brady loves football as much as he says he loves football because he retired uh, yeah. to be with his family and then he was like 
no, I really love football more than them. I'm going to go back. And so I do think that his reasons are right to him. Actually, you know what? I buy that. Um, he's also weirdly could be the second one, which is the one person who's weirdly older than everyone else that's there. I feel like he knocks out two I categories. Mean, <laughs> he does. He knocks out two categories. That's a Tom Brady one. Like, how does he go in a lot? Like, what does he talk to people about? Like, is, I don't is, know. I mean. I don't know. Like, I right? feel old around the kids that work on this podcast, but like, it's not a <laughs> locker room environment. Like I don't have to walk into a room and sort of lead them. And I, yeah, I guess, you know what? He's clearly hired a, a savvy enough team for his social stuff. Cause he's mm. not, he's not putting those videos together. There's no way I wouldn't he's know how to begin media. to do that. He's good. Like whoever he's got helping him killing it. I'll give him that. Well, again, it goes back to awareness. Like you have to be willing to be the old guy in the room. To right. be the old guy in the room. <laughs> right. You know, you can't just sit there. You know, like he can't do Westbrook. Like Russell Westbrook has, just won't believe he's the old guy in the room. So he won't do nope. things to be the old guy in the room. Tom Brady, he's like, I don't get it. I'm going to hire a social media team. I'll learn what the kids are doing these days. What are the kids doing? That's exactly, that's the phrase. What are yeah. the kids doing? Um, There's one who has a weird job. Now, for me, I think entrepreneur is always my favorite uh, job label for young humans Mm. on television. But in this capacity, a sports-related human with a weird job that Aaron Rodgers could Who was the athlete that got paid in crypto? There have been a couple, but um, Odell Beckham took a big chunk of his in crypto. Indomitian Sue wasn't Allegedly. he like the guy? Indomitian Sue oh, he was might always he was always the like entrepreneur first, football player second. Like you know, he was always that guy. Yeah, there's like a, like Larry Fitzgerald is another guy that's like an entrepreneur. Mm. I mean, it's it's sort of it's brilliant because I, I'm happy for everyone that's figured that out. But yeah, that's like I wish there was somebody who was sort of a, a like a catfish person a fisherman or what i forget what the words are what is the thing oklahoma people do where they go in dirty water and stick their hands in a hole noodling is that it yeah I, noodling I, I want someone to be noodle. a noodler <laughs> i think it's called a plumber okay. um, oh, i just have one here great <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay okay so we're taking a quick break because we only have a few left um my two favorite ones are in this next group so we'll be right back <laughs> All right. If you're just joining us, that's A, weird because it's a podcast and I don't even know how one would begin to just join a podcast that's almost over. But that being said, we are Bachelor fans, me new, Jared Old, and um, we've taken Aaron Rodgers and cast him as our next hypothetical Bachelor. And we are now filling in the roles of all the potential mates um, that he could have. Don't add us either. It's all a joke, you psychopaths. So there's one, if not multiple ones. Sports fans not taking a joke. Yeah, I know, right? What? That's not right. That's not what they do. So there's always one or two in the crowd. Great jokers. They oh, they love when we joke about, especially their favorite athlete. They love jokes about that person. Yeah. Who's in love? It's not. It's not about them at all. No, it's not about them. Um, from what I've little I've seen, there's always one or two that are there, but they're still technically hung up on an X. So they're not all the way there. So I guess this is someone who's changed teams. Right. Like, I, I guess this would be Ben Simmons. That's a good one. Well, God, it could be James like, Harden, ben too, because he's changed a million times. J- They're both sure, but Ben Simmons still hasn't even played. 
Like he's still point. caught up on the stuff that happened in Philly. Like get in the game, man. You, you change teams. You got what you wanted. Like, let's go. That's a good call. Yeah. We still have no idea what version of himself we're going to get now. Okay. All right. No clue. <laughs> this one took a weird turn. Um, but I, yeah, someone who's dark past is revealed halfway through the season. This could be, I mean, weird. this, yeah, we, I don't know, even know if we want to go down this road, you know, like, <laughs> like um, okay. Dark Pat, maybe in like a God, like there's like comic book nerds. I think of the Lopez brothers. Well, who's what's a, what's a player that is notorious for messing up in the playoffs. I guess it's Harden. It's Harden like, again. Harden. Yeah. Yeah. He's never captain. Not playoffs. You know, he he goes to the playoff. Yeah. He doesn't really, you know, light it up in the playoffs. So his yeah. dark past might pop up again. He's going to be on one of the best. Teams oh, it in will. The, in, in, yeah. It, it, he'll suck. I, that's, I mean, that's what we're trying to say. Once the playoffs <laughs> come, he's going to suck. I promise you don't bet on him. Otherwise, um, the one who's maybe, ironically for this one guy, too smart to really be doing this in the first place. Mm. Who would that be? God. Who's it? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the guy that's supposed to be too smart. Yeah, he's Who's the too smart guy. I want to I find mean, that plenty person. of them. No, yeah. Whoever took the vaccine. Um, could be, so, it could be Kyrie because Kyrie, not even just vaccine, you know, the world is flat, all of his crazy ideas. Like he might be quote sure. unquote, too smart for the room. He believes himself to be too smart. Yeah. Right. Um, That's dangerous. I don't, I can't, is that Zach? I can't, can't think that? of anyone or not anyone active. Like that's the thing. Is there... God, well, I, I mean, know. I also believe Embiid is like a really smart to like I, For sure. I his press conferences are pretty pretty great. He his humor to is such it. too that you can tell like he's yeah. You yeah. have to be smart to be funny. Um I tell myself yes. that anyways. Um the one who ends <laughs> up hooking up early, those are my these are my these last two are my favorite. So the hook up early one is just awesome because everyone's watching. <laughs> just goes Why for it. Yeah, just says, you know what? Love is love. I want what I want. I feel like. Yeah. Oh, like Anthony Davis just went wherever. I mean, LeBron to me yeah. is the one because he kind of chases it, you know, he chases that ring. Anthony Davis is a good one. He he made a move too early. And now he's stuck on a team where he has to be the guy and he doesn't really want to be the guy. the guy. Right. He, he's not really the yeah, guy. He's not the guy. So that could be a good one. That's, and then the last one, which is my personal favorite, the one with judgmental parents. And my first instinct was Odell as a, Beckham. a fan. Like, wait, why Odell Beckham? Didn't his dad call out the, the Browns? That is true. He literally has judgmental parents. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and, the dad was, and the dad called out Baker Mayfield and he was right. And put videos together to like show it. Like that yes. wasn't even, like, that's a good parent. <laughs> that was a that's highlight a great reel. Parent. A low yeah, light so reel. Good. He put together yes. a low light reel. That's a judge. And he was bear. right. He was right. His he kid's right. a Super Bowl champ. Like, yeah, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. I would, it used to be Lonzo Ball's dad, but like he kind of disappeared. So, which is good he for him. He went everybody. away. Yeah. He went, it's like he, you know what? He <laughs> let his kids go and blossom and it's working. I, I stand corrected in a lot of what I used to say about that. So I, there it is. There's my version of apology. So Aaron Rodgers, I feel like given our gifts, will find love in what we've just set up. I, for him, if he chooses. 
<laughs> or or he'll think he's too good for everybody in the room and he'll do his own thing. Or there's that. I can't wait for this next season. I know it's two chicks, two bachelorettes. Um, one seems to have a, a wit about her. The other one, maybe not so not much, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Jared, I'm bummed that I didn't catch up to The Bachelor until the very end, but now I look forward to the following season so that we can become best friends. Uh, where can everyone find You're here. you? It's I'm like here everywhere. for you. Yeah, we're going to be best friends because You've of this. You've made it to Just... Bachelor Nation. Yeah, we're besties now. You've made it to Bachelor Nation. We invite you with open arms. So happy <laughs> to have you. So happy to be here. Um, I'm I'm on Instagram, at Jared Freed. I yell at every episode. Every episode from last season. You can catch up on last season via my highlights on my Instagram. So if you go to oh, my highlights, yeah. every episode is there from Clayton's season. You can go from beginning to end and catch up. But I, you know, I got multiple podcasts. That's why my voice sounds like I smoked a thousand cigarettes today. <laughs> um, this is what I, you know, at the end of the season, like all the players go get, all the players go get surgeries. Yep. I'm at the end of bachelor season and that's why I'm hurting right now. So I need to go, you know, I got to go to the Maldives and take a vacation. And yeah, you do. Come back a little voice for sabbatical. the bachelorette. Oh, okay. That's, that's what right. we're going to do. He's also the board lord. I will at you my next charcuterie party. Yes. Um, that is happening. Thank you Please, so much. I will review. Yeah, no, you are. Rev- and my, my, my friends are so good at it. Um, as a reminder for this little podcast here, do the whole like rating, reviewing, subscribing, voicemails, text 631-347. No, 397-0403. It's because it's such a memorable, no- memorable number that I have such an easy time with it. Good Lord. Jared. Thank you. Aaron Rodgers, best of luck on this next season of The Bachelor. We'll see you guys next week.